Guys in capes and robes who are sneaky join Chris and Roger as they entertain the geeky. So full disclosure, guys. Hi, Chris. Guys, what's going on? Full disclosure, this is our second attempt to record this episode. Yeah, so mid, uh, 20 seconds in, I'm not even going to call it mid-recording because we yeah, were about no. 10, 15 minutes yeah, in. Yeah, we were, we were going. And it stopped. And it stopped. So I'm going to be like kind of watching it for a minute to make sure everything works fine. But Jason O'Toole and I were having a conversation the other night. Yep. We were talking about Han Solo. Okay. Disney is not really throwing its full support behind this movie. If you have, if you, if you're reading any, you're articles. reading between the lines and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they they think it's gonna flop. So, we it's were, a Star Wars branded movie. Of course, it's not gonna flop. Well, no, but but not, but flop in the sense of not make as much as you know, say it's not Rogue gonna One. make a billion dollars. Right. Um. So my thought is this: Jason and I were talking about the different type of Han Solo movies we could see. What 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 would you want to see? What do you want this Han Solo movie to be? Um, I'd like to see a scoundrel movie. Go into go into. So I I want to see what. I'd be happy seeing Han Solo leading up to, um, a new hope. Okay, I like Han Solo is not a good smuggler. I'm gonna throw that out there. But you could see some if if we saw some of his interaction with the huts, if we saw him uh, running from people, stuff like that. See him shooting is, first. The problem is, hold on, you, it can't be Han Solo leading up to a new hub because it can't be like right before a new. No, hub. not right before. Because he's young. This is young Han. Yeah, Solo. I'm not. I'm not saying where. Uh, not do the Rogue One thing where at the end of it, hey, a new hope. But I'm saying you get to see character development. It's him before a new hope. I want to see. Honestly, I want to see a crime movie, like 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 a flat out. This is a heist movie. Han Solo is doing a heist, either for the Huts or just somewhere else, and like it's like a dark and gritty heist movie. Okay, like, like that's what I want to see. I want to see crime in in the, in the Star Wars universe. Han Solo is supposed to be a scoundrel. He's supposed to be a pirate. He's supposed to be a criminal. Dark and gritty, though. With Disney, they're afraid of that. They bought Fox. They no longer need to be afraid of it. And Last Jedi is dark and gritty. It's not super gritty. Um, But it's dark. It's pretty whimsical. No, but how awesome would that be? It'd be fun. Like, that's the movie we want to see. I want to see. I'd be happy with something like that. But, like, Rogue One was supposed to be this dark, gritty movie. Yeah, they they pussied out. And they, yeah, they wussed out on it. They they backed out. They're like, oh, let's make it more of an adventure movie. And Ron Howard love story, but Ron Howard can can bring like like he's done stuff that can be like this, like like watch the Da Vinci Code and and and, and Ron Howard type movies. They can be dark and gritty. He can do amazing things here. I just want to see that. I don't want to see a I don't want to see a buddy road trip movie, and that's what I think we're gonna get. Honestly, I'd rather see an Obi Wan movie. You're gonna get an Obi Wan movie. I know. I just want. I'd, I'm more worried about what you and McGregor was doing. My problem is this though: like, I've already had, I already have an Obi Wan movie. I've got three of them. Six of them. Uh, five. 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 Four. Four. Yeah, I guess four. you're right. Four. And he was only in ha- only in half of the, 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 the one of those four. That's fair. But I already have an Obi Wan movie. I don't need to see what Obi Wan was doing on Tatooine. I know what he was doing on Tatooine. He was sitting there pissed off because Anakin turned to the dark side. We thought he was dead for a while. No, they thought he was dead. The universe thought he was dead. That's what I'm saying. He thought... Well, I mean, because he's like, oh, yeah, I killed him off, left him for dead. 
And then he hears rumors circulating that, oh, there's this Darth Vader character running around. Right. Working Jedi. And you know, he's like, what the fuck? But he already, but, but he has his, he has his goal. He has what he was told to do by Yoda. Protect Luke. That's it. So I don't, I really don't need to see the movie. Where was he when Luke is running around in a speeder shooting womp rats? Probably sitting high up on the, on the, <laughs> high up on the canyons watching him going, that's Luke. He was probably like, that's dangerous. I'm going to let him continue. Well, he had the force. He could have, anything dangerous happened, he could have stopped him. Oh, yeah. I'm like, going to force push you away. That explains why. How does a whiny bitch like Luke survive in the harsh realms of Tatooine? Obviously, Obi-Wan was protecting him. So, if you're going to get an <laughs> Obi-Wan movie, it's got to be when Luke's like a three-year-old, constantly getting in trouble. Aunt Peru and Uncle Owen are too busy fucking farming. farming water. And it's just like, it's like a Calvin and Hobbes movie where, where, where Luke is just getting in trouble as a three-year-old. And Obi-Wan's like, no! I will use the force! And, and, and well, and since he's got to be a character, he's got to stay secret. He's just dressed up like a fucking elephant. I don't know. I don't know. He's dressed up like a bantha? Yeah, like, like he's bantha food. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's what... Yeah. Well, And whatever happened... Uh, so, it's Tatooine. Whatever happened, uh, you know, pod racing? That's a really good question because pod racing was huge... And then all of a sudden, doesn't exist. But also, what the the spectrum that we got in A New Hope of tattooing, very limited. So pod racing could have very well been a thing there. I didn't see it in, in, in Mos Eisley. That's all I'm saying. There was no pods in Mos Eisley. Lucas, go back and fix this shit. Disney, put pods in, in the Mos Eisley scene. Just one. Whee! They don't need to, though. It's not like pod racers were driving around the streets. It, it's like a, it's like one of those Banshee race cars. I'm okay with Or this. bandit race cars, I'm, okay I'm sorry. There's just no pods hanging out. You'd think there'd be a pod. Most Eisley is a big... Most Eisley is filled with the most wretched scum and villainy in the galaxy, and none of them would be gambling on pod racing? They would absolutely, but, but we're not watching fucking people at pod races. We watch a cantina scene, and then people leave. And an arm gets chopped off. In the cantina. Did you see that deleted scene of, of, of Chewbacca ripping off an arm? Yeah. You know why they cut that? Because they didn't want to redo a movie again. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. They were like... That's a little too much like A New Hope. Let's let's go ahead and take that back. We're not going to make A New Hope 3. Though, every Star Wars movie until Jedi had an arm being chopped off. You gotta have some brutality. You know what blew my mind, and what's really funny, is if you go and watch A New Hope, when the lightsaber cuts the dude's arm off in the cantina, there's fucking blood. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't think of the cauterized wound concept. Nope, nope. And it it's is so funny. A little, little bit of a... Yeah. yeah. And then when they chopped off the wampa arm, no blood. But the Wampa had blood running down his, his, his thing. You See, that that's what's weird. I don't know, because they're fucking hot. Lightsabers are. They're pretty hot. So, this just they proves, can melt metal. This just proves that George Lucas had no idea what the fuck he was doing when he made these movies. Well, no, he can do something in a parsec. It's you know, like, that's a measurement of space, not time. You know, this argument that uh, George Lucas had nine fucking stories figured out when he didn't. There's no way. Uh-uh. He, he might have had, like, I would like to make a space story. That is nine parts. I would like to make movies that are boom, boom, boom. But if he truly honestly did have the prequels figured out, like this nine part movie, this nine part saga. That doesn't mean he would know all the physics and shit though. No, 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 no. But hold on. <laughs> Even if he had this nine part saga figured out, he would not have taken that 12 year break. Or To raise his kids? No, no. 20. That's 20. Close to 20. Yeah. Close to 20 between Jedi and... In episode one. I think it was, it was, uh, set, well, we've got 80 something to 99. So it was about 12, 15 years. Yeah. And he would not have taken that break. Furthermore, 
you want to say that, oh, it's him raising his kids. He didn't do a lot of shit with Empire. Our Jedi. Like, he didn't direct. He was like, here's my story idea. Go make a script. And here, you direct this. You know what I think is funny is he didn't have Yes Men at first. Right. And then he had people that would tell him, dude, that's a fucking stupid idea. Yeah. It was called um, him trying to sell a new hope. Yeah. And they're like, that's fucking dumb. And then everybody turned into Yes Men. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. For the prequels, mm-hmm. 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 and I'm just like, what? What switch flipped with people? Like Leia was not supposed to be Luke's sister originally. Correct. Like that's just boom. Well, it, and they didn't know that going into the next movie. No, and and, and George Lucas decided, and, and Jedi, we'll make we'll make Leia Luke's sister. That's odd, isn't it? It's just, just so they can find a way, because you know there was a kissing scene. So let's uh, let's go. Let's oh, make it weird. Oh, oh, they totally flirted in the first two movies, and blah blah blah, and you know, yeah, let, yeah, let's yeah, make this uh-huh. fucking weird. Yeah, no, that's my that's my brother. How the get the fuck out of here? Well, you, you know what's funny is biologically, there's something that happens inside of people too that steers you away from relatives <laughs> that are too closely related to mate with. So if that's his sister, his twin sister, yeah. Something inside of him, biologically, would be like, she's not very pretty. I should not kiss her. And the same thing would be happening for her. She kind of looks like me. I mean, they don't really look alike. They, but... they act, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can we please just stop with this whole fantasy that Lucas had this shit figured out before he did? I'm not saying he didn't go. Because he didn't even he didn't even want Vader to be Luke's father originally. The original, the original concept was Obi-Wan killed Luke's father. Which, I mean, is kind of true. Yeah. It, it made for fun plot twists, though. That was one of the biggest plot twists ever. It was. Point. And it was awesome. It was well done. But he didn't fucking have it planned out. No. No, it was probably when he sat down to start writing the third movie, he's like, oh, this would be fun. Let's go back. Hey, guys. And yeah, because in Jedi, the, 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 that's when the first time we heard about the prequels was during the Jedi press conference. And like Mark Hamill saying, you know, we have ideas of going back 30 years before New Hope and, and and showing how Darth Vader became to be. Like, that's really when I think that ball got rolling. Probably. Which would, which would explain why it took so long for George Lucas to come up with a cohesive story. Well, and think cohesive and question marks. Think, you know, think, quotations. think about it. The motherfucker was not hurting for money. No. At all. So it's not like, oh, this is pressing. I've got to make money. No. He didn't need to make money when he made, the, made them. You know, he didn't need to make money when he made the when he made the prequels. He didn't need it. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not like it was a money grab. And you can tell when the artisticness are are, are the we're just beating a dead horse comes out because I truly honestly think that he really wanted Phantom Menace to be good. Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be the main bad guy. They should have stuck to that. Like I feel that he wanted wanted Phantom Menace to be good. I always felt that after Phantom Menace, like with Clone Wars, he just felt like he had to do it. Like he's like, all right, I started it. Let me just finish it. Clone Wars, in and of itself, Attack of the Clones. Y- yeah, I, Clone Wars are, are the five different series that have sprung from it. Um, but the Attack of the Clones, in and of itself, there was so much potential to have such a kick-ass movie there. There was, but they didn't. They kind of shit the bet on that. Yeah, one. no, because everyone was like, okay, Lucas, yeah, let, let's not focus on this galactic war. Instead, let's just focus on this assassination attempt on a senator. That's all Attack of the Clones was. Kind of showed you where that senator was at, though. No, um... The, the... Yeah, it, where the senator was at, laying in bed while, while they dropped these worm things in there. Right. I mean, that's... That he that like, he ultimately orchestrated? Let's talk about the worst assassination attempt in history. You have sniper rifles, rocket launchers, force users, 
you know, you have all these other things and you decide that you're going to kill the, the senator with worms. It's like Dumb and Dumber. I've got worms. That's right. the name of our business. Right. I, that's not a very good assassin. It's a stupid one, but like, it, it like, was like, never like, intended to kill him. Like, like, it was never intended no, no, to kill No, no, no. We're him. talking Padme. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. We're yeah. talking Padme, because that was what the second movie was about. Assassination attempt on Padme. Yeah. Senator Padme. Yeah, you're right. I'm mm-hmm. So, I mean, and then you had the, well, you had the assassin sitting, you know, a quarter of a mile away, watching these worms. I don't think the assassinate. I don't think it was supposed to kill her, though. Yes, it was. I don't think it was actually supposed to, because they had just shot the bitch. That's what I'm saying. Why didn't they just shoot the bitch? Or blown up her plane. Oh, they tried that. They tried that. That didn't work. I know. That didn't work. That killed that killed the handmaiden. Okay. And she was so sad. She was so sad. She was so she's like, that handmaiden wore It was my decoy. It, it wore it wore makeup way better than I did. You know what's so funny? Um, I love Natalie Portman as an actress, but like if you watch episode one and episode two, like we complain about Hayden Christensen. No, no, her acting is horrible too. It's fucking it's abysmal. Pretty bad. It's abysmal. That whole movie. Like the whole and Padme, Queen. Now, I don't... Like, what makes you think that's regal? Because I, I know somebody sat down with her and they're like, you're a queen, you're out there, you're going to be very regal, um, bit eccentric. That's not eccentric either. It's just odd. You're a robot. Robo-queen. She had her memories downloaded. So that's, that's what it seems like. No. The prequels are not... You don't watch the prequels for good acting. To be fair, though, you don't watch A New Hope for good acting. Ewan McGregor did good. Kinda. He's good. You just have a man crush on Ewan McGregor. No. He just did a good job. Like, it's okay. You can have a man crush on Ewan McGregor. If I did, I would gladly admit to it. Yeah. It's like you and Jared I don't. Leto. Yeah. Love Jared Leto. You would receive his seed. No. Yes, you would. I'd let him receive my seed. Um, Fair enough. No, I... Uh, I was... Fuck. Jason Momoa recently. That guy's fucking cool, too. Yeah. And he, he's, like, super good-looking. Everybody loves him right now. Aquaman, blah, blah, blah. He's a fucking cool guy, though. He's Kyle a, Drogo. Yeah, he's a rock climber and all this shit, which is one of the reasons I like Leto. Um, I, it'd be cool to see him in more superhero movies that didn't suck. You know, you, you, speaking of Leto I, Leto, I think it's funny now we how we've changed our view of the Joker as a character. I'm going to say this. Remember when Heath Ledger played the Joker? Yeah. The first thing you heard was, there's no way anyone can take over this role from Jack Nicholson. Yep. And and since Heath Ledger's played the Joker, we will have had three different Jokers. Three very different Jokers. Play the Joker since Jack Nicholson. And no one's bitching about fucking Leonardo DiCaprio playing the Joker. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's Everybody what I'm bitched about Leto, though. Everyone did bitch but about Leto. He, the, the thing that they were most pissed off about was his look, look. His look was horrible. He was a great joker, His though. look was horrible. He was a good fucking joker. I don't know. He was okay. He was there good. wasn't enough of him for me to make an opinion. Uh, and that's 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 the complaint. Um, and I, I we've talked about this before. He was just in the movie an awkward amount. More I think it was or in, less. Uh, they less. needed him more or less. Yeah. But the amount that he was in there was stupid. Like, I, I kind of want to, like... In Suicide Squad, if they would have used the Joker as much as they used Batman, I think you would have had the perfect mix right there. Probably. Because they didn't use Batman a lot. Like, like Batman Batman had an integral part in all the characters in Suicide Squad, but he didn't play a lot. Well, and You know what's funny about it, though, is uh, Leto said, he's like, we filmed enough footage to do, like, a Joker movie. He's like, so the fact that it's like this is pissing me off. Yeah, whatever, Jared. Get over it. Oh, I'd be pissed. Get over it. Go, go make some music and be happy. Make Fight Club 2. 
I don't give a fuck. Fight Club 2. They need to make Fight Club 2. They could. The, the comic was out. The comic was good. Was it? I no, didn't read the Fight Club comic. The comic was really good, but it, but it didn't take... It wasn't the movie. It was a sequel to the book. Okay. So so the, the, the book and the movie end completely differently. Uh-huh. Whereas the movie ends with, 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 with him standing there watching his fucking project mayhem go off. Yep. The book ends with him in a hospital bed. Yeah. And, and, and Tyler Durden walks by sweeping the floor. Mm-hmm. And that's how, so the 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 comic book picks up like five years after that, where he's taking his medicine and Tyler Durden's you know in check and all of that, and then his fucking wife Martha Marty whatever the fuck her name was stops st- starts giving him placebos because she was bored in her life. I mean, that sounds like her. She missed. She missed. She missed Tyler Durden. She missed the insanity. Yeah, and and like his kid gets kidnapped. It's a whole thing. It's good. Sounds fun. It's actually really good. Especially since you know the twist. You already know that they're yeah. the same people. It's good. That's interesting. That's what I got. Yeah. I, I'd actually... I might have to read that one now. I think the trade's out. I'm sure it is. That's because that, that comic was out well, a year I was or working so ago. At the store. Yeah. yeah, two years ago then. Yeah, it was out for a while. It's a good It's a good read. It's better than Dexter. I, You know, I refused the Dexter comics. Um, but I also kind of ended up refusing the show a little bit. Well, the comics, you know, try to make up for that shitty last episode. That last episode was the biggest pile of horse shit. Our la- that whole last season. Yeah, the whole last season wasn't great. That last episode was especially fucking garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like, I remember, I I, uh, I didn't watch the entire season first. I watched half the first season, or half the season, and then I watched the last episode. Then you were out. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? To be fair, Dexter should have ended when... What's his? What's her nuts died? Rita. Yeah. Yeah. Like that to me. Like I know that was very early on in the show. Was what season three? Season season four, dude. I mean, that was that, that was the Trinity Killer. That was hands down the coolest villain that they had. Um, well, there's a villain. Like just that final scene of 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 Dexter walking and seeing his son sitting in Rita's blood. Yeah. Like to end just the show, like him to end the show there would have been perfect. That would have been a good ending. Like that. Like like there are times you watch shows and you're like. Like Stranger Things. Like, if they don't ever do another Stranger Things, I think we have the perfect ending. And we had the perfect ending for Dexter there. And it was a lot better of an ending than what we actually got. Much better than what we actually got. Like, I think The Walking Dead's perfect ending, honestly, should have been this mid-season finale. Really? Yeah, Carl got bit. Like, Carl got bit, Rick finds out, you fade to black. And like, I, done. Like, that's a good ending. Leave well enough alone. Yeah, it, it's it's okay. The whole point of Rick's character is keeping Carl safe. Carl's no longer safe. He's dead. The, the, there's the whatever happens after this, after Carl's death, doesn't matter to to the storyline. To Rick, Rick failed. Rick failed in his job. Yeah, maybe Rick offs himself. Yeah, like leave that open to interpretation. But the fact of the matter is, the entire purpose of Rick's character was to keep Carl safe because he was the future, and Rick has failed. So in the show. Makes sense. It's, it's a good ending. Makes sense. And and they don't want to end on a note like that, though. That's the thing. They want this th- there's warm, no, fuzzy bullshit. There's no happy ending here. There's not supposed to be. There's no happy ending. Like like even in the comics, there's no happy ending. Like like Breaking Bad there, ha, did not have a happy ending. You can do shows and not have happy endings. I don't disagree with you. Like as long as you don't leave that vague bullshit that The Sopranos tried to do. 
Keep going. That's that's what I got. Okay. I just want to talk about how, how we should end TV shows. Like, especially dramas. It's it's ending the money train. Yeah, I get that. No, I, I get the business side. You don't want to end while the show is making money. I get that. We live in a society where... And, and, and we, us consumers are just as bad. Because we will ride that show into the ground. We will watch it as long as it keeps coming out. We will ride it into the ground. No matter what it is. No matter what show it is. I, I did it with weeds. Yeah, like we will watch it till they run on the ground, and we will bitch about how bad the show is. Um, but it's time that we just realize that shows just need to end when at a logical point. Dexter had it. The Walking Dead's had it. Weeds had it. Big time. Like like season three was like the perfect time to end. Oh, that, that that was the ending as far as I'm hey, concerned. Agresta burned down. They've all moved on. Everything's okay. Yep. Done. Because after that, it just turned into trash real fast. And then the last episode that was kind of like Dexter's last. Showtime shows just have shitty final episodes. Um, Californication did not. I didn't watch Californication. Well, you missed out. Californication is actually really good. I've heard that from a lot of people. Now that show also had a logical conclusion point, and it kept going after that. But that show still maintained good. Even after the logical conclusion point, the show was still good. Makes sense. Um, but then you see shows that don't get a good closing point. That just get, like, canceled mid midway through. Like, oh, and that sucks. Like Veronica Mars and... Agent Carter. Agent Carter. And I, I'm okay. And, and Dollhouse. And, and all these other shows that get canceled. I, I think we should require networks to say, hey... We're going to cancel your show, but we're going to give you a season or two to wrap everything up. Well, that's what they should do, and that's what that's what fucks everybody up, man. Um, because they don't. There's none of that. It's no. not like, hey, there's fans of this show. You know, if it's bad, because they they just they're worried about making money hand over fist, right? Not making good shows. It's like it's like well, it's like Disney now since they own Fox, the show The Exorcist. Now it doesn't it doesn't get a lot of viewers. Yeah, it's you know. But the show, this season, the show actually did something that, that, that was very rare. It grew. Yeah. Like, it shrank and then grew. Like, as the season went on, it grew. Uh, they're very worried. Like, the plan was to do four to seven years. They're very worried that Disney's going to axe it. Not because of the viewership so much. But because of the content. Because of the content. Yeah. Disney. Knock your shit off. You bought Fox. You get R-rated stuff. You get now. you get R-rated adult themed stuff. Well, you know what's funny? We're is, no longer going to have Hannah Montana well, everywhere. Now, now that they've acquired Fox, they've admitted that Deadpool is going to stay an R-rated character. The people that are like, "Yeah, we're not going to make R-rated superhero movies. They're going to be making R-rated superhero movies because you need to." Yeah. Um, and with the success of fucking Logan, all that shit, you just do it. You fucking do it. Okay. So don't cancel my show, The Exorcist. Is all I'm saying. Just don't. Don't fucking don't do fucking, it. This season was so good. You know, I heard good things about The Gifted as well. Yeah, I've heard. Really, I haven't watched it, but I've heard really good things about I, The Gifted. I think I'm going to go through and watch it in the next week or so here. Um, I'll bet Jason's on top of that one. I've heard good things about Runaways, too. Runaways is fucking sick. I've watched like two or three episodes of that. Yeah, I haven't watched show. it yet. Every time I hop on Hulu, I'm like, uh, I'm out. I, uh, I haven't been messing around on Hulu too much. Um, so we, we finally got a fire stick. We were late. Late on that one. Late to the party. Uh, late to the party. Um, but we finally got one. I didn't think much of it at first. And I was like, oh, cool. And like plugging it in. We got HBO for free. Yeah. Not a trial. But okay. HBO was just for free on it. I you shouldn't like, admit that online. I don't care. Um, HBO's going to come knocking on your door. Fucking knock. They're going to be like, HBO. 
no, they're gonna they're gonna be like, all right, well, no more. H- no, I think it's something that you get for uh, for signing up for Amazon Prime or something like that. Oh yeah, I think so. Huh? But it's it's fucking good, man. It's cool, and I dig it. Um, and it's letting us get caught up on Game of Thrones. But I was going through HBO's movies right now. Oh my some good movies. god! Yes, they do. Yeah. It's a bunch of there's a bunch of stuff from the mid nineties yeah. that is just fantastic. I watch uh, Encore Stars for that. Yeah, yeah. I ended up watching The Great Outdoors the other day. Did you? I love that movie. Um, Tara and I were looking for Mallrats last night. Why? Because she's not seen it yet. What? Yeah. Um, she hasn't seen Mallrats. I thought we had watched it, but yeah, we had. She hadn't seen it. Did you find it? I found it, and she's like, "Oh, I don't want to spend the four right. bucks that it costs to rent it." Oh wow! And I'm like, "Dude, it's fucking Mallrats." Did you spend the four bucks on it? No. There you go. Oh, boom! There we go. She's gonna flip. Yeah, I know we've, I know we've watched this. I, she forgets this stuff. Lawrence is a good movie. It's a cool flick, man. It's not the best Kevin Smith work. You know what though? Um, I like it better than uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back though. I love Jane Silent Bob. Strike I don't. Back. Clerks Two is probably my favorite. though. Clerks Two, uh, it's my second favorite. What's your favorite? Chasing Amy. Everybody loves Chasing Amy. Tara's not seen that one either. I Chasing Amy, the reason I like Chasing Amy so much is the same reason I like Clerks 2 so much. It, it is such a different... It's a change of pace. Yeah, it's such a different movie from Clerks to Mallrats to Chasing Amy. Like, Chasing Amy is like this more serious movie where, yeah. where comedy happens every once in a while, but it's a serious... It's like watching Jersey Girl. Yeah. And I love Jersey Girl. I love it when Kevin Smith tries to do new things. Fucking Dogma. Dogma, I like Dogma. Dogma, dogma isn't that middle ground for me. It is. Because uh, it starts getting really silly. And that's why I don't like Jane and Silent Bob. When I watch Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, I just feel like I'm watching a comedy that anybody else could do. And the reason Mallrats doesn't doesn't sit that way with me, because Mallrats is the same thing, but it was Kevin Smith's first try at that. And a lot of the rough edges show. Where Jane Silent Bob, I just feel like I'm watching, I could watch a movie that someone else has done a hundred times over. Fair enough. And when I watch a Kevin Smith movie, I don't want that. What about uh, Zack and Mary Make a Porno? Love it. It's a good flick, but, but, it's a hundred other people could have done the same thing. It, it, the, Zach and Mary Make a Porno is a good flick, but it, it, to me, and like Kevin Smith put it very point blank, he felt like he was trying to make a Judd Apatow movie. He did. And that's why, I, it's like, okay, this is Kevin Smith's take on a Judd Apatow movie. But it's, it, no, um, that movie, I can't believe more people didn't love it. Uh, the marketing was horrible. The marketing wasn't good. The marketing but it was, was one of the, horrible. it was one of the bigger marketing budgets that kevin smith has had yeah and they fucked it up and he was like this is like my movie this is the one that's gonna fucking i'm gonna be a superstar after yeah this. no and they they fucked up the marketing they that was totally miramax fucking up the marketing i love that movie though it's a good movie like cop out i actually enjoy cop out uh it's so so i don't own it but i enjoy it there you go i own all the other kevin smith movies i own the jersey movies I don't own... That's my, all that matters. Yeah, I don't own Moose Jaw or whatever. Tusk or whatever the fuck it's called. Tusk. Yeah, Moose Tusk Jaw's or, the, the follow-up. To yeah, I want to see that when that comes out. I do out. as well. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, Tusk is fucking awesome. It is awesome. Did you watch that one? No. You need to watch Tusk. I watched... Uh, what's one with the little Hitler sausages? Not good. Yoga Hosers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that. I wasn't crazy about that. I, wa- I like Red State. I like Red State a lot. Red State's a good fucking movie, though. I like Red John Goodman was amazing in that movie. Fuck yeah, he was. Like, hey, I ain't doing this. Fuck you. Click. Everybody was good in that movie, though. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is Ben Affleck took half the cast from that, because uh, Kevin Smith was trying to get Affleck to write him a review to put on the poster or whatever. Yeah. So he wrote one 
and uh, Kevin Smith is like, really? That's all you got? And he's like, dude, he's like, I took fucking half your cast from this movie to do my own movie. He's like, so <laughs> do you want me to say I took this motherfucker's cast? Yes. It's good. Um, he's like, just get, you know, give me something a little, little juicier. Uh, but yeah, it's fucking awesome. I feel, I, I think I've f- figured out what my biggest problem with superhero movies is as we're talking about this. What's that? Uh, it's not just superhero movies. It's, it's the way movies work now. We don't have room for the independent films. We get a bunch of independent films. Fucking Goon. Independent film. Goon was made in Canada. It wasn't released in the States. We got it here. We got it here after two years. Goon 2. We got immediately. We, Goon 2 did not come out in theaters. I know it didn't. It was like... It didn't need it, to. No, and it, it was not immediately. Goon 2 was out in Canada for a while before it came out here. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fucking because the Goon movies kick and, ass. And to be fair, in Canada, that's not an independent movie. Really? Yeah. Whatever. I'm just saying. I'm just saying we don't have. Remember in the '90s, it was like you know you had you had. Let's run on the list of awesome directors. That's that that we. Okay, hold on though, because we we also have to acknowledge, um, like 2006, no 2005 to 2010, we got a shitload of garbage independent movies. Yeah. And they were huge, like, like. Uh, Juno, Nick and Nora's Infinite. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Juno was good. That movie was crap. You shut your that face. Was absolute shit. Juno was good. Nothing fucking happened. Juno was good. Nothing fucking. Juno happened. was good. Nothing happened in that movie. No, Juno was good. Yeah, what happened? She gave up Nothing. her kid to adoption. Nothing to Jennifer fucking Gardner. happened. She it was a fucking good movie. consequences. Oh, she doesn't have to deal with him. Jennifer Gardner got a baby. Everybody happy. Nothing happened. But uh, reset button. No, I mean it was fucking bad. That was a bad <sighs> movie. Go back and rewatch that shit. I own it. I will. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's not good. It's a good movie. Um, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Is that the one with trash. the Beatles? No, that was across the universe. No, that was across. Uh, that Nick was and Nora's good. Infinite Playlist has um, Cat, uh, Cat Dunn. Cat Dunn? Cat Dunn. Who the fuck is Cat Dunn? You'll know her when you see her. Um, and what's the kid's name? Uh, Michael Sarah. Yeah, Michael Sarah. Anything Michael Sarah's in is going to be bad. It, except for Juno. Juno's bad. Except for Juno. Um, but yeah, I'd, there were a bunch of movies like that coming out at that time. And I like, uh, I watch a movie for to escape the mundane. And those movies are all so fucking mundane. Nothing well, I think happens. Juno was a Judd Apatow movie. Probably was. It was trash. I got Catherine Dunn. That's the one. But she's not an actress. No. Uh, Cat you... Dennings. That's oh, it. Okay, Kat I know Cat Dennings. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like I know Cat Dennings. Yeah, you I cannot. I dorked that one. Um, you cannot know Cat Dennings. Yeah, that's Cat I mean, Dennings right there. Yeah. Uh, I we need to be recording these on camera so people can see what we're doing. Um, uh, oh, here's really what we're doing, guys. I'm picking up my iPhone and I typed in Cat Don. We, we could, yeah, we could show them the picture. I dorked that one hard. Hey, everyone, everyone knows who Cat Dennings is. She was in Two Broke Girls. Yeah. Good show, by the way. Uh, yeah, good show. She's a good actress. She's cute. She's funny. Forty year old virgin. I like forty year old virgin. Me too. I like Charlie Bartlett too. That was a good movie. That was all right. That was all right. Um, she was in Defendor. That was a good movie. You know what? I would really like to see. What's that? Another Sherlock Holmes movie. Uh, apparently it's happening. It. You know they've been saying that for about four years. Yeah. No. Apparently the big deal is. <laughs> Apparently, the reason we haven't got a third Sherlock Holmes movie is, I, I don't know, he's been a little busy. You know what? He went and did that fucking lawyer movie. He wasn't too busy. What lawyer movie? It was called The Judge. I didn't see that. Uh, it's, a, it's a cool flick, but it's you see Tony Stark as an arrogant lawyer. Except here's the thing. It's a lot... I'm going to say this, and you can yell at me. 
it's a lot easier to shoot something like a courtroom drama because that doesn't take a lot. Of, I'm going to say this doesn't take a lot of time as opposed to like trying to do something like Sherlock Holmes, which is Sherlock Holmes. Hold on, time up. Iron Man shouldn't take a lot of time because it's a, hey, I'm going to do voiceover, this fucking suit. You can record my face for 30 minutes. Done. Infinity War. Infinity War. That's what he's been working on. You can record my face for... They're done They're done shooting that, though. Right. You can record my face for 30 minutes because that's what they do, okay? They put your face in this black box. No, and he's got to be on set. Talk. We saw him on set yeah. with the little fucking dots on him. No, it's cute. Did it's you cute. see that? Did you notice, like, everybody... Uh, like Is CG. All, is all, yeah, every fucking person in this movie is CG. Well, that's Like, what there's I, not actors I'm anymore. Like, they're you don't dots. Even, you don't even they're have to fucking get, dots. You don't even have to be in good shape now. Right. Because because he is not he is not ripped like he was. Just just fucking put the dots on him. He'll look good. Yeah, put the dots on. Like that's what that's what movie making has become now. Let's put dots. You got any dots in there? Like, I'm trying to make a movie. You got fucking dots, bro. You got some dots. Gonna, um, gonna CGI it up. Yeah, that's weird. Well, and you know what's crazy? You do you ever watch like when they did the Benedict Cumberbatch as or Cumberbatch, however you say his last name? Come come on her back. Yeah, Benedict, come on her back. Um. Been a dick and come on her back. Right. Uh, been but a dick, come him, on her back. Him doing smog. Like, he's crawling around on the floor. He's got all these dots on his face. And he's, he's like, like you don't know. What and, he's, and he's acting. Like, like, that's the thing. He is acting. He was. Absolutely. And then that performance, like, like all that performance he did is gone and replaced by some, some, some you get fucking some guy. some features. No, you, yeah, you get, A little bit of expression. You get, here's how he would have done it, but... But when you're going to put in CGI, you can you can slow it down, you can aspirate, you can make it bigger, you can it's do whatever you so want. It's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, so acting is no longer acting. Like, during that movie, that's when Ian McCullen broke down. And, and like, it was so sad. I cried for poor Ian McCullen. Sitting there in that green screen fucking room, just sitting there in the Gandalf outfit going, this is not why I got into acting. Okay, Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because you've been doing that since... Except, X- hold on, except... Yes, CGI was important in X-Men. It was important in fucking all of the Lord right. of the Rings movies. But it was diff- like they, they, they've changed it up now. It's no longer, it used to be, you know, you, you'd get in there and you would act with somebody else. Yeah. And sure, you're surrounded by green screen, but you had someone else to play off of. Now they're not even doing that. They're just sitting you by yourself. In a green room. In a green room. And then they have the other guy in a green room. Because he had to go eat lunch or something. You guys are doing great, by the way. Action. At, right. And they're not even acting together anymore. They're not acting off of each other. There's no give and take. It's, I deliver my lines. And then I'm done. You deliver your lines. And then some fucking asshole presses a button and we're magically together in the same scene. That's weird, isn't it? That's bullshit. I agree with this. It's bullshit. Ah, we should do a movie. Uh, we should make a movie. Uh, look, we did. There's yeah. an episode of us making a movie. No, I mean, we should actually, like... Film it and stuff. That'd be fine. No, because we don't have enough green. No, fuck that. No, to we prove, need green screen to, prove to make it movies. can be done without green and dots. Uh, no, we need green screen. We need dots, and we need something. We need like, um, what is what is in every other movie? Oh, explosions. It's, what what was that thing? Michael Bay. Michael uh, Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay. We just need Michael. Hey, Michael Bay. We know you're you know not what, doing dude? anything okay. right now. Well, let's let's make a movie, and for the explosion, <laughs> it'll be like a fucking bottle rocket. <laughs> just pew. That, like the movie will start with an explosion. It'll be a bottle rocket. Well, you, you know, you know, really. Here, here's here's what pisses me off. Because last night I was watching Shin Godzilla. Yeah. All right. And and this like like this whole CGI bullshit has invaded Japan. 
because I'm watching it. And what is Godzilla? A guy in a suit. Guy in a fucking suit, right? You know what they? You know what they? They, they still have a guy in a suit. That's a new thing. Now he's in a suit. And he's ah. Uh, but then they go on and throw a layer of CGI on him. Why? Because that's the new thing. I mean, if they did it on like the eyes or something. No. Okay. The fucking eyes when you first see, because I told you like he he mutates. Yeah. Like he's got googly eyes. Okay. It's like googly eyes. Okay. I could not. I'm watching that. I know I'm supposed to be like, oh my god, shit's happening. But I'm like, <laughs> googly eyes. <laughs> I like your googly eyes. Sir. I could not take. Well, like when Godzilla, when, when he mutated as Godzilla and he showed up and he's like all fucking radiated, crusty. Like this is not the Godzilla. This is not my Godzilla's over there. Yeah. This is like if you took Godzilla and deep fried him. That's how he looks. Good. Um, it's, Cancer Godzilla. Right. You know, it's fucking. It was fucking cool looking. But I could, once I saw him, I was like, that's cool. But when we see the first Godzilla and he's got big old googly eyes and he looks like a big fucking fish, I was I was I was giggling. I need to finish that movie today. I was giggling so bad. I love Godzilla. I love God. That's my that's boom. Also, X Files last night. How was it? Mulder and Scully fucked. Woo! Like flat out. And it was a good episode. I have my I do have a new complaint. What? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna write a whole article about about how about about this uh relaunch shit and how characters change last night was the first episode since both fucking two years ago and this one that there was actual scientific discussion going on like i felt like i had my eyes closed at one moment listening to it and i was like this is like an old episode as scully is explaining all these scientific ways this couldn't happen and normally Mulder in the old show Mulder would counter uh-huh. with scientific evidence to back it instead we just get a one line from Mulder, like uh it could happen I missed, like, I was so excited to hear that dialogue and I wanted that retort. I want to hear what made X-Files good. I want to hear that back and forth instead of one-liners. Well, the discombobulator booby-doo. Right, whatever. Whatever bullshit they talk about. But, like, they've turned Mulder kind of into this one-line character. And that's really what he's known for right now is making one-lines. But the episode was really good. It dealt with twins and doppelgangers. Ooh. And, and it was fucking a really awesome show, and Mulder and Scully boned. Oh yeah, they got it on. Neato, neato. And the best thing was like afterwards, after they boned, like you're like, ah, I didn't even know they boned. To be honest with you, like they 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 came in, they slept together, they had this conversation, like they they cuddled up, they had a whole conversation. The next scene, Mulder wakes up, and uh, some shit's going down, and he said he turns to her, and this is how I figured out that they boned. Hey, wipe that afterglow off your face. We got to get to work. And I was like, oh, oh God. God, they fucked. They fucked. That's awesome. Yeah, he's badass. It's That's a good fun. show. Good show. Um, we started Game of Thrones again last night. And uh, there's some fucked up stuff that happens in the first three episodes. There's some fucked up stuff that happens in all the episodes. All of them. But, like, so we watch basically a rape happen. Yeah. And Who some, got raped? Uh, Khaleesi. The first time her and Khal Drogo do it, it's basically rape. It's not the first time. It's pretty much every the time they do it. The first three times that they do it. It's pretty much every time they do it. No, it's the first three times that they do it. She's like, no, ah, no. Um, and Khal Drogo's like, I don't care. Yeah, basically. And then she, you know, asks one of the handmaidens or whatever how to be a good fucker. And she's like, you gotta ride him. Uh, so. Right, right. She's right. like, okay, cool, I'll do that. And then she does it. And that's when they're like, you know, fall in love and shit. Um, but yeah, it's like, there's fucking rape. Her brother walks up and is like groping her at one point. 
Uh, you know what's, we you got know what's, the Lannisters banging. It's fucked. You see a ten-year-old get thrown out a window. That's the first episode. Yeah, it's all fucked, dude. You know, you know what's really fucked up about that? When you stop and think about, it, go read the books. Khaleesi is only thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, weird, weird. Yeah. How do you write that? I would fucking feel guilty as shit trying to write that. You put yourself in the fact that it's a medieval piece, and you know, back in the day, that was kind of the age you got married. I mean, fair enough. Back in the twenties, people were getting married at that age. You know, I mean, it just is what it is. It's just, it's fucked. It's fucked. A little fucked. There's a new YouTube video, new YouTube series I've started watching. It's called Movies Explained. Yeah. And uh, he, the guy, did the Godfather trilogy, Explained okay. for Millennials. Ooh. Like, I have never laughed so hard watching a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah, the guy is great. So check it out. You know what I think is funny. Um, the term millennial is used like a bad word. It is a bad word. No, it isn't. Dirty fucking it's, millennials. It's, you're a millennial. I know. Shit. I'm a dirty fucking millennial. Um, Whatever happened to Gen Y? You're not it. That's Whatever. what happened. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, Gen Y, Gen X. Not now you, we're not fucking you, millennials. You. you know what's funny, though, is... And generations aren't supposed to be your 20 years long. They're 10. Damn it. Yeah. That, no, that's that, on. That's on. <laughs> okay. Because um, millennials go from like 84... To like 2000 something yeah that's that's not a millennial that's not a generation we're gonna go with 30 year generations hey, that's now. pretty much everyone living i think it's so funny that it, it's turned into a bad word though and you will see millennials post things on social media about fucking how bad millennials are and i'm like what like that's you here's the thing no like honestly like like the, the, it's confusing millennials should be the definition should be you're boring you're born in the year 2000 Agreed. Because that's, that's the millennium. When the millennium started, yeah. And now you're 17 years old, so we can be bitching about you now. Right now, yes. Yes, we can bitch about millennials because you're 17. Well, what's funny is most 40, 50-year-old guys, girls, are just as bad. They fucking get there, they piss, or they sit there, they piss and moan on social media, just like the millennials do. They use fucking Facebook as a diary. And, uh, yeah, that's not why I'm pissed about millennials. They're like, these fucking millennials... It, it, well, it's all, we live in a world of instant gratification and everybody wants to be pissed off about somebody else. I'm pretty much pissed off all the time. I know. But I was pissed off all the time before it was cool. Oh, okay. Because I'm a hipster douchebag Because you're like a millennial. That. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm a hipster douchebag like that. You've known me for a while. Yeah. I have been full of rage for a long time. You're just angry. I'm not angry. I just hate everything. There's I'm no, just angry. Uh, I'm always angry. No, I, yeah, that's my secret. That's my secret. That's I'm my all, secret, I'm guys. I'm always angry. Um, and it's fabulous. It's so good. So good. Poor the Hulk. I feel bad for him. No, you don't. I do. Imagine, like, like, like you're hulking out, BDSM style. Like, like, you're getting it on BDSM style. She hits you in the wrong spot. Now you're angry. Well, that's, a, so <laughs> that, that's one of the things that I think they tackled well in the Ed Norton Hulk movie. Is uh, He's like, whoa, I'm getting too excited. She's like, well, can't you get just a little excited? Because she wanted to bang it out with him. He's like, but if my heart rate goes up, I'm going to turn into the Hulk and I'll fuck you to death. Which I'm okay with. Like, I would want to see that. Oh and it's God. not really fucking you to death. It would like, be killing you like, 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 first like, thrust. Like, yeah, you're pretty much like, uh, uh, oh, he's turning big and green and you're excited. And then boom, you're dead. Yeah, you fucking, your insides explode because Hulk, Hulk dick. Hulk dick. Hulk dick. <laughs> Uh, rips her in half. <laughs> that's the grossest. It sounds like it sounds that's like her that. being ripped in half like a piece. Oh of Oh my paper. god! They use the same sound effect that they use in Thirteen Reasons Why, which I swear to God sounds like a bag of potato chips opening. That movie was so bad, or that show was that so bad. That show was not good. Now there's a show I don't need a second season to. She's fucking dead. But we're getting a second season anyway. Yeah, because they're assholes. Because they're like, hey, we want to show what the kids learned. 
What did they learn? Don't get dead by yourself. Don't be an asshole. Maybe we're just maybe we're not the target audience for that show. Apparently not. No, uh, Tara wanted to watch that at the urging of a friend of hers, so we went and fucking watched it. And I was like, this is fucking trash. And it glorified suicide. I walked by when Courtney was watching it and just sat there. I was like, normally I make fun of Courtney's shows when she's watching them, like Vampire Diaries or something. But I, I couldn't even do it with that one. I was like. The show makes fun of itself. Like like Pretty Little Liars. When we watch that show. Uh, when, we watch, when she watches that show, they all, have, they all have names for me. There's Blonde Bitch, Smart Bitch, Lesbo Bitch. And killer bitch. So, because that's all they are. So, you know. Yeah, you watch Pretty that, Little Liars. Tara did. And I want to know why women that are in their 20s and 30s are watching a show about girls that are in high school. Because that's how it's always been. 90210. It's not even fun or good. It's a well, shit well, show. Well, that, well, your state, hold on. Hold on. Your argument is not. Your argument that you made it was. Why do they want to watch shows about girls in high school? Not, why do they want to watch shitty shows about well, girls in high well, school? Well, no, 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 because you got two broke girls. Like, that's not about girls in high school. No. I could see anybody wanting to watch that, but, like, the women in our lives are watching Pretty Little Liars, and I'm like, what the Courtney's fuck? watching Riverdale now. I don't I don't watch Riverdale. You should. It's Archie. Ooh. But a murder mystery. Archie. Ooh. Like, it's Archie, dark and gritty. Archie versus Predator? Which was, like, one of the best shows. Comics, comics ever. Comics, not God, a, I not wish a it was show. a show. Um, I would watch the shit out of Archie versus Predator. That'd be fucking on Fox. Fox. Disney. Hey, Disney. Well, Disney doesn't own Archie. But they own Who owns Predator. Archie? I don't know if there are movie rights for it. Well, no, no. Who, who, it's Archie Comics. Who are they a division of? Is it just Archie Comics? Yeah. Well, then, who's doing the new... Is it Archie? Is it Archie that's doing the new Or is it Dark Archie? Horse? No, no, I thought no. maybe it was a division of Dark Horse. No, no. Well, now, here's a question for you. Uh, now that uh, Disney owns Predator and Aliens and stuff, is Dark Horse going to lose those rights? Probably. We're bringing the comics home. That's what they're going to say. But you're not bringing them home. But that's what they're going to say. Maybe they'll just buy Dark Horse. Oh, God, I hope not. Because because that would suck. They'll buy Dark Horse. They'll buy Image. Well, they buy Dark Horse and they own Hellboy. You know what I realized the other day? Um, Archie's comic book. It's Archie Comic Publication. Yeah. Um, Founded founded in 1939. Continue. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I forgot what I was going to say, so it must not have been that important. They have three imprints. Archie Action, Archie Horror, and Dark Circle Comics. Ooh. What's Dark Circle Comics? Sounds dangerous. A little bit. I don't think they're still in business. Oh, they are. They're found, they were founded in 2015, so they're new. In their infancy. Uh, yeah, I'm trying what to. What do you got out there? Come on. Uh, uh, hold on. Ah, uh, no. Wikipedia is being stupid. All right, we'll, we'll read that later. Who cares? Um, Keep going. It's yeah. It's not that important. But no, will will fucking like what's going to happen with the alien predator comics? What's going to happen with? The Buffy comics. I mean, Dark Horse kind of... What's going to happen with the Serenity comics? So... They already lost Star Wars. They're going to be... They're going to fucking... Marvel's just going to buy Dark Horse. They're like, fuck it. Dark Horse is ours! Then then they own Hellboy. (laughs) Yeah. And that's not good. That could happen. The BRPD. Oh, no. um, So, all the Lego games are are WB games. Right. And I did not realize that, but Christopher was playing uh, Marvel Heroes Lego, Lego yeah. Marvel Heroes, and I saw Warner Brothers stamp on the box, and I was like, what the fuck? Because Warner Brothers owns Legos? 
Hasbro owns Legos, I thought. No, Hasbro doesn't own Lego. You know, uh, I, I heard an interesting rumor, speaking of Hasbro. Shoot. That uh, Hasbro's getting ready to sell Watsy within two to five years. Really? The uh, yeah, like there's this there was this YouTube video and they're talking like talking about how when businesses get ready to sell what they do. And the idea is you build up the portfolio so much that it's worth so much money. So you sell it at a high. Because you'll never get you know, you sell it at the initial investment right there. Look what they've been doing in Magic since the new CEOs of, of Hasbro have taken over. They've been pumping out product at an unprecedented rate. You have masters. You have you have a new. You have more than just the new Fucking set. Trash is because it, it used to be. It used to be you would get. That's who owns Lego, Kirkby. Kirkby, you used to get three sets, four set, three sets a year, and then a core set every other year, right? Which was good. Then they upped it to every year core sets, three sets a year. Now it's three sets a year plus a masters. Plus a special set, plus Commander. Well, it's just fucking plus... obnoxious. You could do special sets like Commander and shit like that. I don't really see much of a problem with that. Um, it's all the other bullshit that. But you're doing me. that, like, in a, like Iconic Masters didn't sell well. Yeah, Iconic Masters sold horribly. Um, Rivals of Ixalan, the, the new board game that they're trying to do, did not do well. Um, even fucking Plane Chase Anthology was overprinted like a motherfucker. Um, well, with Dual Decks Anthology, that was so popular that I can see where they thought Plane Chase would be, but Dual Decks had a bunch of kick-ass cards in it the, that the, people the, were using in their regular decks. The best thing that they've done recently, the most successful thing they've done recently, was Unstable, as far as sales go. But when they do their when they did their when they did their their big head honcho meeting, it wasn't you know we sold this much; it was we produced this much, which makes it look better for investors. It's possible that in two to five years, Watsy's going to be up for sale, which is interesting. We will buy it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'd love to and fucking fire everybody that works there and say, fuck you all. Uh, No, uh, what's interesting. This is Jim. He's been here for 50 years. He invented D&D. No, fuck him. Jim did not. Gary Gargas didn't. He's dead. But what's interesting is if they do do it in that five, let's say they push it off for about five years, even three years. That's prime time for another D&D edition which when Watsy bought D&D when Watsy bought TSR what was the first thing Watsy did new version D&D new version yeah. D&D well i mean you have to because it's new money it's new money and it was only 20 bucks a pop that's interesting yeah so it's possible so on that note what do you guys think about the prospect of having Watsy sell um, and then go to entertainthegeeky.com. Check out our fucking awesome articles. Yeah, we've got all kinds of fun articles up there. Um, there's reviews. There's news articles on current events. and geek, blogs. We're blogging culture. now. We're blogging. Uh, and then there's, of course, the podcast episodes, merch, all that fun stuff. And you can follow us on all of our social media straight from there. Um, in the next, I'd say, month here, we're going to start streaming on Twitch and stuff like that. So get excited. We're going to stream a bunch on Twitch. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Yeah, we need to find two other people to play Diablo with. We'll figure it out. All right. Um, But guys, as always, stay geeky.